0: Pablo's Intuition Conversations and Episodes From a Young Spaniard's Awakening to His Intuition Excerted from the novel A Voice Beyond Reason Written and narrated by Matthew Felix Other Voices What have you been up to? Have you been going with your gut and listening to your bones? He asked. Actually, I have, Pablo confessed, grateful for the segue. He told Victor about the perplexing obsession that had followed his initial experiences, the ensuing confusion and doubt. The more I paid attention, the more it seemed like there was to hear. So then I started wondering if I was making it all up, and sometimes I think I really was. But other times what happened was definitely real, even though there was no logical explanation for it. It got really overwhelming. It seems that you've overdone it, my friend, Victor commented. Why do you say that? I followed your advice. I I tried to listen. Yes, but maybe a little too hard, Victor joked. What do you mean? I mean that you've been overthinking it. I mean that instead of allowing yourself to slowly become more attuned to your inner voice, you've turned it into some sort of intellectual challenge, something to get a hold on by working hard enough at it, a, a puzzle to figure out. But that's not how it works. It's experiencing the mystery. It's opening yourself to how it feels. It's immersing yourself in the subtleties and nuances as it rattles your bones or whispers in your ear. It's not thinking, but feeling. But that's what I've been trying to do, Pablo protested, disheartened by Victor's assessment he'd been going about it all wrong. It's just that sometimes I don't get what I hear. Ah, yes, said Victor, as though they'd stumbled upon a familiar problem. By trying so hard to hear the voice of your intuition, you discovered other voices competing for your attention as well. Other voices? wondered Pablo. What other voices? If the idea of one inner voice seemed odd enough, the revelation there might somehow be many, ones that were in competition no less, almost seemed cause for concern. Of your desires, your hopes, your fears, any number of them I would guess, although those are certainly the most obvious ones. Then how am I supposed to figure out which one to listen to? I don't understand. It's so confusing. It's like there are all these people talking to me, but I can't see their faces and I don't recognize their voices, so I don't know who to trust. All those voices can indeed make you crazy. It's like listening to a noisy radio playing several stations at once. Especially when you're overwhelmed, the other voices can cloud out your intuition. Fortunately, there are ways to distinguish its voice from the others, to tune into just that one station, so to speak. How? First of all, you take a deep breath. You have to calm yourself so you can calm them as well. When you do, just like when those insects in the flowers pause from their work and instead of whirling blurs on the air, we're able to see their true forms and colors, you'll be better able to recognize each of the voices for what they really are. "'Okay, but once all those voices are calm or whatever, "'I still don't get how I'm supposed to figure out which one's my intuition. "'You can start by asking whether your own doubts or desires "'are at the root of what you're hearing. "'In other words, are you somehow invested in what those voices have to say? "'How can I tell? "'You consider each of them as honestly and objectively as you can. "'And which one is my intuition?' Pablo asked, still not sure he followed." The one that is not a manifestation of your own desires, doubts, or fears. The one that, rather than speaking on behalf of yourself, almost seems to come from someplace independent of or beyond yourself. I kind of get it, said Pablo after a moment, sensing something familiar in what Victor was describing, but I don't think I understand completely. Of course not, and that's okay, Victor reassured him. You have to experience what I'm talking about in order to genuinely internalize it. The good news is, is that you already have. Don't lose sight of that. And more importantly, don't forget what those experiences felt like. You mean like the hike? A perfect example. When you felt compelled to sit down in the middle of the trail, was it because you had some sort of desire to stop? Did you stop because you were tired or wanted to enjoy the view or had some other motive? Not at all. I was just walking and I suddenly got this weird feeling that I was supposed to stop. And is it safe to presume that neither did you stop because you were afraid of continuing, nor because you were overcome with doubts about what might happen if you kept going? Of course not, Pablo replied, the very idea seeming laughable. I was just taking a walk like I always do. What would I be afraid of? Exactly. It wasn't that for some reason you wanted to stop, nor that you were afraid to continue. Stopping and sitting, when you heard your inner voice urge you to do so, wasn't about your own desires or fears or any other motivation stemming from yourself. It was rooted in something else, something beyond or independent of your own will. At the same time, though, it came from within you. And because when it did, you were calm, clear-headed, and open, you were able to feel, acknowledge, and act upon it. Okay, Pablo continued. But why would my intuition stop me so I can watch some goats? What's the big deal? The big deal? I don't know. Is there one? Does there have to be? What if there's not? Would that rule out the possibility your intuition had played a role? Victor countered, sharing none of Pablo's concern. Although I must say, when you first described it, it sounded as though it was in fact a very big deal at the time. Regardless, although what happened on the hike, or with the bread, or any of your other experiences may seem trivial, they're the ones of which your days, your very life, are comprised. As such, they're not exactly inconsequential. I don't know, Pablo hesitated, still not convinced. Buying bread really doesn't seem like that big a deal. (laughs) Not unless it's the last loaf, right? Pablo couldn't help but laugh. It's like electricity, Victor maintained, unwavering. It's always there, ready to power appliances, big or small. By the same token, your intuition is always there, ready to offer guidance in situations that may seem of little importance— just as readily as it is in those that could prove life-changing. Victor lifted the top of the cafetera to see how much coffee was left, before adding, I suppose it's a question of what kind of life you want to live, of how present you want to be. How present? Take right now. How present are you really? Victor challenged, moving in closer and narrowing his eyes. Are you totally focused on our conversation, or only partially engaged, preoccupied by other things that might be on your mind? Are you just waiting for the conversation to be over, after which you won't give it much more thought? Or are you eager to grasp all it might have to offer? Oh, no, no, I'm definitely listening, Pablo insisted, fearing Victor doubted the extent and sincerity of his interest. But that's just it. It's not only about listening, Victor proclaimed, zeroing in on the heart of the matter like a bullfighter about to make his estocada or death thrust of the sword. It's about using all your faculties, not just your hearing and your sight and all the other usual suspects, but your intuition as well. After all, just because your experiences thus far have been limited to seemingly mundane happenings of little consequence, doesn't mean your intuition won't eventually be instrumental with regards to ones with further reaching ramifications. You think so? wondered Pablo. It was still hard to imagine how something that still felt like little more than an intriguing novelty— could ultimately prove to have some sort of monumental importance. Absolutely, but only if you let it. Again, it's a choice. No one is going to force you to open your eyes, listen to what you hear, or most of all, be attuned to what you feel, including your intuition. You have to make the effort.